Good afternoon, everybody. What's going on? Yes, this is Codename Agents of Chaos. I don't even remember what episode we on episode five. Just, there's no episode three. Three? Four? See, I, I gotta get that by my own show. God damn it. But anyway, Codename Agents of Chaos. Yes, we are back again. I want to thank everyone that has been supporting the show so far. Uh, Genius Radio, Chemist Digital, Chemist.net, Brother Kenneth Moncal, and his team have been supporting it. Codename Agents of Chaos. Shout out to them. I want to thank Broadupsy242. The, the team over there with Brother Rashad Penn and his, uh, his team over there. They've also been streaming the podcast as well. I want to thank also Head Nod Music and Street Team Advertising, Marketing, and Promotions. That's uh, Brother Jay and Brother Big Face, Big Figgity in the building. Yes, they've been supporting Codename Agents of Chaos. I want to thank all of them. Find us on Simplecast. Find us on iHeartRadio. Find us on Google Podcasts. Find us on what, Instagram, Facebook, all that good shit. All right. Yes, all the intros are out of the way now. Today, we are talking about mental health struggles and stigmas so that's the topic for today let's introduce everybody that's here with us today starting with y'all know him y'all love him my original and ride or die co-host we have lord leonard blessed love ja rastafari <laughs> remember y'all when y'all say lord leonard you gotta put the top teeth on the bottom left lord leonard Facts, facts, yeah. facts. Lord Leonard, you gotta look like a like like a like a straining bunny rabbit. Anyway, <laughs> next up we have a young, a lovely young lady with us today. She came in here dressed and all, huh? Mm. She's a, she's a woman. She got things to fucking do. Tints, tints to do. Yes, essential. Yes, yes, yes. Essential. Yes, we have Miss <laughs> Piandra Knowles with us today. Say hi to the people for hello, me. Hello, hello, everyone. All right. Next up, we have proprietor. Of H of High Garden GB. I almost get that name wrong. That's supposed to be my brethren. What if it is? Come on. LV Visuals and um, I don't know. How should I say this? Uh, Rastafarian impersonator extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> Brother LaVon Hamilton is back. Say hi to the people for me. Hey, everybody. What's happening? All right. And joining us on the phone all the way from the hometown of New Providence. Respected psychiatrist, Dr. Thomas Smith. Say hi to the people for me, please, Dr. Smith. Hello, good afternoon, everyone. All right. I like it. I had just a strong commanding voice. Like, listen to me. When I speak, I have authority. You gotta have a strong <laughs> commanding voice for people. You would, no offense, doctor, for when you're dealing with crazy people, like, <laughs> shut up, sit down. I can tell you why you're crazy now. <laughs> <laughs> My fellow countrymen. Oh, boy. But you know what? We actually need to get into that. As we're talking about mental health struggles and stigmas today. So the first thing I do want to do is I want to talk to Dr. Smith. Dr. Smith, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, um, where you come from, where you've been to school, who's your people's them, who you are, sir? Right. Okay. Um, so... Presently, I'm employed at the Public Hospital Authority, okay. working at uh, Sandalins Hospital. Okay. Um, pretty much, I've been attached to the child and adolescent 
psychiatric servers for about four or five years, but I pretty much did uh, the whole gamut of different subspecialties in, in psychiatry from community psych, forensic psych, uh, emergency psychiatric care and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, as regards to my education, so I'm a member of the Royal College of Psychiatry UK. Okay. Uh, I became a full became a full member in 2019, last year. Okay. I'm um, I'm a graduate from the University of West Indies, Trinidad. Okay. Uh, and presently, I am the well. This is the fourth year now. I am the returning chairman of the chairman of the board, I guess, of the Mental Health Tribunal Review Board. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much what I uh, all the credentials would have. <laughs> so, in other words, uh, your your name carries power. Mm. Uh, well, no, 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 not at all. Actually, <laughs> uh, 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 what it what it means uh, is that uh, I'm a part of a uh, a team effort, uh, and let no one fool you. Healthcare mm. isn't an individual effort it's actually a team Facts. and and it, and in and in psychiatry um, we pride ourselves of being a part of the multidisciplinary team mm-hmm. which basically means i know what i know you know what you know i can call on you when my specialty ends you know mm-hmm. um, so that's basically that's basically how we run it it's yeah. basically a network Yes, exactly. Okay. Oh, that works. That works. All right. All right. Let's move on to Empress Piandra. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, where you've been to school, who you is, sis. Well, I graduated from Tabernacle Baptist Christian Academy. I, I, I like that look on LeVon face, like Tabernacle, huh? Yes. Private school, damn. Whoever the fuck they is. <laughs> Tabby. I'm currently employed by Bahamas Customs. Okay. I'm 20. Seven years old. You young boy. <laughs> wow, he's just waiting to say that. Wow. Anyways, and yes, um, who's your, who's, who's, who's your mommy, who's your daddy, where your people stem from? Are everybody from here? I, I everybody's from here. Okay. Majority. Majority. And then Nassau. And then that. Okay. But Prescott Knowles, Anarine Johnson. Get it. Only child of my mother. There you yes. go. Only child. Of, out of all of mommy's children, she love her the best. Yes. I said the same thing on Facebook, but everybody was laughing. I said, it's my mommy's favorite child. Ain't nobody believe me. And I'm dead serious. <laughs> mommy, I love you here. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but brother, brother, brother LaVon, what, what have you been up to since um, episode, uh, was it nine? I think it was. Episode nine, uh, Entrepreneurship After the Storm. What have you been up to, sir? I have been trying not to get burnt. That's how busy I've been. Oh, I, I, I thought you meant like, you know, when you smoke the spliff. No. I don't no, get all the... Me not smoke. <laughs> I thought he was meaning he was trying to get burnt by dealing with these tents on this road. No, that was true. No, Jesus, no. You ain't want that kind of burning. Uh-uh. I got no STDs, no kids out of wedlock. I'm good. And there's a very good reason I stick to myself. So so there's some kids in wedlock now. If I'm married, <laughs> I want to find a wife, but that's going to take some time. That's going to take some time. Anyway, the good doctor does not have a lot of time to spare, so let's jump right into the questions, everyone. Good? 
Mm-hmm. All right. First question. What is the general perception of mental health in the country? I'd like to get everyone's mm. response. Then I'd like to get the good doctor's response. And judging by the look on Empress Piandra's face, I so want to get her views first. I want to hear this one. Yeah, I want to hear this too. So. Well, for me, mm-hmm. okay, I feel as if now, as of possibly this week, people are just starting to come around to accepting that we actually do have a mental health issue in mm. the Bahamas. Mm. Before, it was looked at as, oh, you you crazy. Oh, something's wrong with you. Mm. Oh, you have demons. Because uh-huh. they associate oh, yeah. mental health with demons, demons and all that other stuff mm. as well. So people normally, with the natural perception of it, people normally just try to close their eyes to it, pretend like it isn't there, mm. pretend it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And... I'm kind of happy now that people are trying to accept that, okay, we have an issue. But Mm -hmm. then again, people still don't know how to deal with that issue Mm -hmm. because it's still fairly new. Mm -hmm. Even though it's not not new to everyone, Mm -hmm. but it's new to it coming out for us to talk about it now. Mm, Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But Levon, how do you see the perception of mental health in Bahamian society? Um, High level of ignorance. Mm. Mm. I think that's I think that's the best way I could describe it. That that seemed to be like the the the, the word for the day. Yeah. Yes. It's just a high level of ignorance. I'm not, and I'm not even going to say like people are like people don't necessarily care. Mm-hmm. I think it's we just don't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So I piggyback off of yes. Piandro. Mm-hmm. Many persons might have some persons in their family who battling with struggles and because we've never really actually had like a sit down and somebody to come and coach or to say, hey, this is how you can deal with this individual uh, in that nature. If this this symptom or this trait shows up, many persons just kind of sweep it under the rug. Or they just let them wander the streets aimlessly. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, you're on your own. Uh, Good luck. Pray about it. Yeah. Oh, we could put a pen in that and come back to that shit. (laughs) But Leonard... When it comes back to when it comes to um, mental health in the Bahamas, how do you see it from your perspective? Uh, it's it's more or less ignored um, mm-hmm. uh, from a societal point of view, more or less ignored, and is demonized. But um, I'm of the belief that when you're dealing with mental health, there is uh, the physical part about it that I would assume that the doctor deals with. But then there is a spiritual part about it because you have to be mentally sane and spiritually sane to walk this road. Mm. It is very, very difficult. You have to believe in something. Have to. You know? Mm. But uh, for the most part, people just ignore it. Like, uh, <laughs> something like the, the like like some something like the pedophile uncle in the family. We just leave him to himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 don't, he, don't, he don't come to no more barbecues. We, we can ignore all the shit he done do. Mm-hmm. Just, he can't come to the barbecue and be around the family or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Back then, he used to be the uncle that come over and make the potato salad and mm. whatever things like that. But you find out he's touching children, so he, got, he can't come to the barbecue no more. Yeah. But we just ignore <laughs> it and we. <laughs> the doc laugh. <laughs> no, why I don't eat potato salad now. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is totally ignored. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the, the, the horrible part about it because some people just need, need help. Mm. That's it. Even if it's just somebody to talk to. Yeah. 
Um, people so, people have a tendency of going insane because they gather so much information mm-hmm. and they don't have an outlet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boy. So let, let, yeah. let's let's get the good doctor's response to all of that. Um, from your standpoint and uh, from your professional opinion, Dr. Smith, how do you perceive the perception of mental health in the country? Um, um, actually, I think I agree with all of the panels, panelists just now, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, pretty much encompasses all of what's wrong with mental health and talking about it. Mm-hmm. And th- it's not necessarily specific to the Bahamas that we have that kind of response, right? Uh, mental health has always been almost like the disowned child of medicine. Mm. I can't mm. tell you how, how many times how many times I have to tell people, no, I'm a medical doctor and psychiatry is a subspecialty of mm-hmm. medicine, okay. right? Uh, and and even after I say that, they were still like, okay, yeah, Mr. Psychologist, right? Mm. Um, uh, it's, 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 I absolutely agree with everything that's been said. Mm. Um, in the Bahamas, just to give you a little bit of uh, uh, prospect, I mean, uh, uh, point of view on it, um, one of the act, uh, legal act that deals with uh, mental illness is the Mental Health Act. Mm-hmm. That is, well, before I even say that, every three to five years, that act should be uh, updated because, uh, right, right, amended because we know more about mental illness and certain laws expand to include or exclude certain things. Well, we have an act that is more than 50 years old, 1969. Whoa. Okay. Bahamas Never been updated. That's it. You, right. You know, so you, know they, the, you know what's the crazy shit about that? I didn't even know a mental right. health act, act, act even existed wow. up until I did research okay, exactly, for the show. Exactly. <laughs> I, I know. And uh, kudos to you and uh, the good Lord uh, to have the conversation uh, in this platform without any, uh, 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 how do I say this? Um, Restriction. Pre- <laughs> right, right, right. Because usually usually we we are invited whenever there's an outbreak of suicide or we usually invited when there's a great uh, demand for uh, intervention for a bad accident or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And so for the most part, um, the public get educated, quote unquote, to the idea that psychiatrists only deal with sad, depressed, maniacal, crazy people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so if 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 you're suicidal, then you go to psychiatrists to talk. If you chop up someone uh, because we hear voices, then that's the psychiatrist. You want to go talk to them too, mm. right? And the, the, the whole, the, just to let you know what psychiatry is all about, mm-hmm. it deals with mental illness that affects our behavior, mm-hmm. our emotions, our thoughts, our our social well-being, right? Yeah. So persons, persons such that, you, you know that chatty girl who's almost always hyper at work and seemed to be full of energy and always yes, yes. on the go, go, go. Please don't yeah, say something well, wrong with them. I, I just, 
Right, right. Or mm-hmm. that person who Sister Piandra is putting her hand to Jesus and saying, Yes, Jesus, that's me. Praise the Lord. Yes. I love those women. Please don't say right, something right. wrong with them. Or, or that person or that person who has to wipe their hands seven times, count backwards thirteen times and can't use the red pen before they use the blue pen. Yeah, something's wrong with them too. Mm. Or that person who's most always nervous, seem always apprehensive. Mm-hmm. Or that that person who just seemed to be just treating everyone in this savage mood. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. always indifferent to everything. Uh, seem to always uh, have things their way. Uh, have no feelings whatsoever. So what I'm describing are persons such who may have a mood disorder, persons who may have an anxiety disorder, mm-hmm. persons who may have a personality disorder, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I agree that the Bahamas has its issues with um, mental illness, uh, and that's because it's such a taboo kind of topic, you know? I mean, yes. when, when you have cancer, when you have cancer, you're talking about a part of you that is killing you, but you can still sort of kind of own it, you know? Yes. But when you have a mental illness, you're talking about the part of you that thinks, the part of you that you identify as you, the quintessential you. Mm -hmm. And so if you are losing that person, Mm -hmm. right? Because we somehow think that, who you are is what you think and who you are is where your mind is. If you lose that identity, then you're really losing all of you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that is one of the, the big taboos, the big issues that why people are so reluctant to talk about mental illness. And I think that plays into the whole stigma aspect of keeping people away from getting access to help, right? Uh, I agree. Uh, with psychiatry, with mental illness, there is the physical part, mm-hmm. but the physical part, there's also an intersection with the whole person, and that includes the psychological, uh, spiritual, the cultural, and every aspect uh, in our normal society that impacts on the individual, at the individual level. I, I do have a question uh, I want to ask um, at this point. You mentioned something earlier, Dr. Thomas, that um, normally when a tragedy happens, a suicide or something of that nature happens, that's when you're called. Am I correct yeah. in thinking that at that point it's probably too late? Far too late. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, for the person, yes. Yes. Uh, for society, yes, uh, for society, yes. Um, I think, and that's the general misconception of psychiatry or mental health professions, right? Mm -hmm. That, uh, we call in, uh, we do some incantation and then everybody feels better again, right? Mm -hmm. It's a little bit more than that. And so, or if we were to take that example of, that person who might have committed suicide, mm-hmm. these are things that we must know, that the majority of them, up to 90%, probably had a severe uh, depressive disorder, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, the depression became so bad that 
they would choose to relieve themselves of living mm-hmm. rather than go on living, right? Now, before it gets there, there are so many ways uh, we could have intervened a long, long before it could have gone that, that, that's so out of control. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess the whole idea of uh, calling the psychiatrist in to speak to these things is to remind people that uh, the early signs are something that we really need to look out for. But really, it really shouldn't be the early signs we're looking out for. What what the psychiatrist called and should be emphasizing, in my opinion, is uh, changes in the way how we live. Mm. You know, I, 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 I believe the way how we interact with each other uh, how society com- uh, 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 yeah, just forms, creates the kind of anxiety or depression that might lead to these kind of bad uh, endpoints. I'm so glad you mentioned that because now that's a that's a very good segue into the next question. Um, sure. What is the reality of mental health in the Bahamas? I want to start with you, Lord Leonard. Huh? Don't look at me like that, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> when, it, when, when it comes to we, we already talked about what is the perception what is the reality of it if, if I could just chime in at this point um, we've talked about the very serious issue of suicide um, one of the things that I keep hearing people say which is absolute bullshit that's a white people thing no it's not no it's not that is not a white people thing some of y'all need to really cut the bullshit out saying that dumb fuck no it's not a white people thing Actually, I've never heard that to be no, quite you, honest. Tr- trust me. Yeah. You, you hear a lot of people say that dumb shit. The funny no. thing is, I've actually heard it said that the, there are more suicides in the more developed mm-hmm. countries. That yes. was a shocking statistic. Yes, yes. I was like, what? There's like, yeah. And, 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 and more is. men. Yeah. Males well, uh, are killing themselves. Yeah. Um, Wait, was it? Sorry. A little, um, I, just to add to what you say, more developed countries and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the trip to Canada, um, one of the persons that were living there for years and years was like, I thought like, it's so sweet around your mind. It's nice. When you mm-hmm. want a quiet place, you could go to a quiet place. Mm-hmm. You don't got to bother with nobody. You gotta, When you want to be around people, there's always something happening. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's true. But we still have people that's killing themselves. People wow. just decide like, ah, F it and jump in the front of a train. Mm-hmm. Wow. Why? She's like, there is no reason why people just crazy. No, 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 no. That's, that's, that, that's, that, see, that, that I, was, word, I wasn't expecting a logical answer from her. Mm-hmm. But that's the answer but, you got. That's the answer <laughs> I got. But it's like... I, I, see, the word the word crazy has become a throwaway word. Yeah. I'm very dismissive. Yeah. Yes. That's how, that's, how we, that's how we mask... That's how we build up a, mm-hmm. a wall against the truth. Yes. 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 We, we, we mask it with something that's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Right. I know. I'm, I'm, what was the question? Hey. What, what What is the reality of mental illness ah. in the Bahamas? Okay, that that is that is my answer. Mm. It is watered down. Mm. Like right. I know so much people who go through a severe depression. Mm-hmm. Like in my time coming up, when I was uh, deep in the church, there was a lot of people I had to talk to mm. about. Right, you don't need to kill yourself, but like, what is the purpose of you killing yourself? Like, okay, you can't say sorry. And if you jump off a building and you think you you decide I can change my you can't, mind, you, but you can't change, you can't your, change mind your mind. No, mid air, like come on, be real with yourself. No, you know what I'm saying. Like, and even so, um, if I'm not mistaken, 
uh, the good father has a very big problem with you killing yourself. Well, straight to so, hell, gasoline and drugs. So, so, so what you going to explain to the father when you get there? But this is my thing here with that, right? Mm-hmm. We are a God-fearing nation, right? Supposed to be. I was going to say that. I would say we are God acknowledged. We are knowledgeable. We are knowledgeable about God. Mm. So just think to say what that person might have been going through, knowing that Mm. God is going to judge you if you kill yourself. Mm -hmm. But I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't take this no more. Mm -hmm. Like just to think to say what they're going through to say they're willing to face him. Mm -hmm. Then to say deal with these things on earth. Mm. Like that's yeah. that's a serious thing to think about. Like yeah. you really like we already know what is expected. We already mm-hmm. know what is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But yet you still have some people who are like you know what? I just cannot take it anymore. Mm-hmm. That is that is that is so true. I mean, like and it's rough again. Like yeah, so much people suffer. It's what one of my leaders used to call it: this private success, pr- public success, mm-hmm. but private failures. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. you are publicly yes. you're okay mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. you mask it i'm cool i'm fine and dandy mm-hmm. but you go home and depression hits you like a ton of bricks yeah, yeah. you bought your house you don't even want to take care of your kids mm-hmm. monkey on your back uh, that's like a cigarette like you need a cigarette Corolla. you stress the hell let me, out let me, let, let me ask this question too then we can jump to the good doctor out of all of us sitting at this panel today who is suffering or struggling with some sort of mental issue. I know I am. Plenty. I am. Uh, no, y'all ain't going me crazy. But <laughs> I am getting help. Now, see, that, that's, that's, that's where... That's it, the difference yeah, I, now. I, 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 uh, uh, Brother Hamilton, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I still on the fence about my. You, you still on the fence? Don't mind me. Yeah, no, I, I have my issues. Let me be a hundred. I struggle with depression. I struggle with mm-hmm. it every day, mm-hmm. every day. Now but, here's here's the thing about that too. I don't care who you are, mm-hmm. from the prime minister to the Jones. Administrate. No, no. All of us. Minister got rough road. Boy, all of us are suffering from some sort of mental issue. And anybody listening to this, I say, no, not me. I just fuck you. You going through mental issues just for the simple fact you could sit there and say, ain't nothing wrong with me. Bitch, you're crazy. <laughs> See, <laughs> okay. Using the C word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let, 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 let's get a get a response from the good doctor. Yeah. Um, Doctor Smith, what is the reality of mental health in the Bahamas? Um. So, um. Just to give you some raw numbers, right? Yeah. Um, this can be interesting. Your, uh, it's 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 basically, as you said, uh, of every five persons, uh, one will have. Hello. Yeah, we are. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. We can still hear you. Yeah, yeah. One uh, would have at any one time in their life uh, uh, a diagnosable mental illness, right? Um, one in every four child uh, would have a diagnosable mental illness. Here's the funny thing. By the time that child is 14, 50% of all mental illnesses in a childhood would have already been experienced. Mm. Uh, by the time they're 25, uh, 75% of all chronic mental illness have already been experienced from childhood. So what does mean? That means that, uh, but the very early beginning, right? 
mental illness becomes prominent in childhood. But we don't get to intervene until when they become so chronic that they have to be maintained like hypertension or diabetes, mm. right? Uh, and so were the services, the health services, uh, intervening a lot earlier, uh, we may not have such a staggering rate of uh, chronic mental illness by the time uh, we're an adult. Um, and the reality is uh, one of the problems that I see with mental health in the Bahamas is that the the access to service is not uh, so clearly defined and not so readily available. Mm-hmm. Uh, there needs to be more community presence. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there needs to be uh, uh, integration of mental health into the primary health uh, healthcare system. What I mean. So when you separate mental health from uh, physical health, right? Mm-hmm. And when you don't have it at the primary level uh, uh, of healthcare, and by primary level of healthcare, I mean the first stop you would have uh, when you have like uh, uh, maintaining for for like chronic illnesses like hypertension, diabetes, uh, or stuff like that that are non non acute, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you if 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 you separate uh, uh, access of mental health from that first stop, it becomes yet another barrier from getting the kind of help in a timely fashion uh, in your healthcare system. So not only should the primary healthcare doctor be screening you for diabetes, be screening you for blood pressure checks and hypertension, right? Mm -hmm. They should be screening you for anxiety. They should be screening you for depression. They should be the gatekeepers to pick up very early on uh, uh, these early signs uh, and symptoms of illnesses that could very well be mitigated before it gets totally out of hand. So, 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 doctor, I, I, I do need to ask this. Um, am I hearing that there is a connection between someone's mental state and a lot of the the chronic, illness. chronic illnesses that we face in Bahamian society? That's correct. Um, well, yes, and and but let me clarify a bit okay. uh, because I, I didn't I, I I don't think I expressed it clearly okay. what I'm saying is that uh, uh, chronic illnesses or NCDs non non communicable disease mm-hmm. that's your hypertension your diabetes and all of those stuff mm-hmm. uh, they're widespread in our community yes and uh, they're usually seen at the primary care level right mm-hmm. uh, by okay. your family family doctor Okay. Uh, by a GP, uh, by a pediatrician, okay. right? Okay. And they they are the ones who stop you from having a stroke because of unchecked hypertent- high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who stop you from having uh, 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 end-stage kidney disease because of uh, uncontrolled diabetes. Mm. Uh, they're the ones 
who are going to be the ones to make sure that you don't have a uh, amputation of the limb because of uncontrolled hypertension, uncontrolled diabetes, right? Mm, okay. So they can also be the one to prevent uh, the chronicity, well, not so much the chronicity, but the uh, the effects of the chronic illness, like schizophrenia, like uh, uh, bipolar, from happening with persons like depression. Okay. So what I what I'm what I'm suggesting is that uh, uh, mental illness should be at the very beginning of that gate, okay. where it could be intervened on prior to it having to be referred to the specialist to to first time now intervene. Mm. By the time it gets to me, it's too late. That's that's the point. Okay. All right. Um, okay. All right. Let's, let's let's move on. I just want to before I ask the, ask the question. Next question. Then. Um, I want to say, um, I, one of the reasons why I think me personally believe that a lot of behaviors don't seek psychiatric health help for, uh, mental health issues is one of the things that happens. And this happened to a friend. She sought, uh, psychiatric help, mm-hmm. but because one of the girls in the place, oh, the receptionist didn't like her, her business got exposed mm. that she went to. Mm-hmm. see the and doctor. And it's already a stigma. Yeah. Thing. And it's already a stigma that if if you go to a, a psychiatric a doctor about mental health, mm-hmm. you automatically crazy. Yeah. Not 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 they they're not even understanding the fact that I'm depressed and mm-hmm. before I get to that state, mm-hmm. let me you seek help. help. Yeah. So yeah. I can recover and be a better me. Mm-hmm. Just well, you go into the office, you crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another crazy one. Well, I tell you one thing. Who's that? Plenty of people think I crazy yeah. <laughs> I put that on Facebook. The same thing. When when I felt that crossroad, mm-hmm. like I was, I wasn't like really down in the dumps. I've been there before. Like mm-hmm. the way I was, like my whole body, my face was sucked. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't eating. I wasn't. Oh, I've been there. Right. Yeah. And yeah. See? Um, I made up in my mind. I was like, you know what? Yeah, Facebook gonna get used. <laughs> in some way shape or form and yeah. I put through Facebook I put through WhatsApp I am looking for a counselor preferably uh, a male because they would understand men's issues a little bit better mm-hmm. um, at least I would hope sorry if I sound a little biased but just saying mm-hmm. and I got a couple recommendations well and now I got the help that I needed so at that point I mean <laughs> bro I, mean, I I know I know it's kind of odd for me to say it, but I think once you done hit that point where it's just like I really need help, it, it shouldn't should, matter. Like, it shouldn't matter because you them same people who will be right there ridiculing you and saying, "Oh, she think I'm be the same one still dealing with bad relationships, mm-hmm. still dealing with getting the head punch off." They um they they yeah. they, they they body body image conscious mm-hmm. um. Some of them still struggling with their own sexuality. Just yeah, reflecting. you know, mm-hmm. that's it. like that's all it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. As he said, he been there. I've been there before. I mean, like, I think all of us have been there at some point. I was like, on top of whatever I was dealing with, I was I was diagnosed with diabetes type two. Mm. So that added to yeah, whatever yeah. I was going through. Yeah. yeah. Thank God, I was a person that liked to read and. Instead of just sucking it up and being in my own corner and dying, mm. I read. I people psychiatrists post things up online for yeah. persons to read, and I took I took it upon myself to read all those things. And 
I wish I had gone to see a psychiatrist. Mm. It would have things would have probably progressed faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I took my time and I read and I pulled myself out of it. It's mm. it's not it's not easy dealing with this. No. It's not easy dealing with any type of mental illness because it's like two brains up there mm-hmm. fighting against each other. Yeah. Because you're trying to stay sane, but then yet something screaming, help, help. It, Bang. Yeah. So it has, there's yeah. always that voice in the back of your head. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, Go kill yourself. It ain't worth living no more, man. It's always some... It's a whole whole conversation. Yeah. What you mean, mate? Let's go die, right? Let's go run hell. Let's go run hell. Me slap the devil. No, bro. So, so if I were... Like, 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 so so if I were to, like, have an ideal world, right? Mm -hmm. uh, In the Bahamas. My ideal world is rather cheap. Um, It's not going to cause... Uh, our debt to uh, what is it income ratio to go out of the sky? It, it really isn't. It's just it's just a matter of uh, being able to shift how we do things around. Mm-hmm. My idea would be persons who work have uh, uh, employee assistance program uh, instituted, mm-hmm. um, where access to uh, mental health. Uh, uh, mental health help uh, is readily available right now for that to happen that means the insurance company has to cover it the same way they call they cover cancer mm. the same way they cover diabetic diabetes the mm. same way they cover a uh, 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 physical illness okay. guess what it's big secret that doesn't happen here no nope. okay so yeah, well, that that doesn't happen here. It does not get covered uh, by insurance, as does the physical health gets covered. Okay, and and so then again, that limits persons' access to available mental health. Mm. Right? That's that's one that's one thing I would do. Mm-hmm. This another thing I would do. Another thing I would do is uh, make. Um, uh, put uh, not only would I have guidance counselors in school, right? Mm-hmm. But I would make sure that the guidance counselor is directly linked with uh, a nursing uh, practitioner in mental health who could advise them properly and make the proper referral to uh, get help or deal with that help at that level. Uh, I would teach mental health literacy in school mm. uh, third what I would do I would make sure that uh, mental health is actually a part of NHI program as a primary care uh, uh, as a primary care package it okay. isn't nice it is not okay yeah these are some of the things these well yeah but see uh, uh, we need to we need to ad, ad, advocate for these things yes, right? we, we need to to well we need to know these things mm-hmm. and, and and I I know that you don't, you don't know that uh, and that's partly my fault that partly the 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 health industry fault uh, because we don't really talk about the actual healthcare system publicly as we should mm, right. uh, uh, which which would empower persons to make appropriate and 
uh, well-informed choices. Also, I'm sorry, go on. No, I just wanted to um, interject a little bit because I- I'm noticing sure. um, you said something very important. And I think that is yes. something that, like, like you said earlier, um, it's a it's a team effort, right? Our health is, yes. a, is a very much a team effort. I am not sure if if there could be uh, some type of campaign that might be that might be started. I don't even know if one has started, but in terms of uh, the very things that you're mentioning. Um, as, as primary care, you know, mental health should be included. I firmly believe that it should be included, mm-hmm. even educated in the schools. Mm-hmm. I, for one, firmly believe that psychology should be like mandatory, mm-hmm. should be a mandatory subject, yeah. at least from from you hit high school. Mm-hmm. That's my personal opinion. Um, you could tweak it if you want, but I think, you know, that should be mandatory subject, not family life. You know, but <laughs> but psychology on the basics should yeah. should be thing up. Mm-hmm. Um, coming from uh, a video background, right? Because I do have some some experience in videography and and filmmaking. Mm-hmm. I personally believe the time is 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 a pretty good one because, especially in the age of social media, there. are there needs to be words from experts because a lot of what is being shown is being shown through memes and, and everything else. And so it's just like, we are basically trying to get a hold of mental health from little, you know, like little pictures and stuff and everything. But, you know, and I think that's, that's probably not the most efficient way. So I, I would encourage that if you can, you know, now would be a time to set up something, a campaign that could that could really push and advocate for that. You know. Well, I, I, I is is this is that Hamilton? Yes, or, that's yes. Hamilton. yes, it is. Okay, all right, um, Mr. Hamilton, I absolutely agree with you uh, completely. Like, like um, the 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 unfortunate thing is, policymakers aren't as informed as they should be uh, in regards of, uh, you know, making policy. Mm. Uh, And then if they do make policy, the policy Mm. must come from someone who uh, has a very good understanding and is basing what they're advocating for on evidence, you know, not some person who has a, a, a pet, project because they feel for sharks uh something like that right i mean something that is something that is uh indicated something that is useful something that uh that is the trend uh in the world so 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 if if i were to start a campaign if i were to indicate a campaign it would be where we have uh, uh, programs that are not not only preventative, right? Starting from the very young, preventing it from happening, because we know that it's going to happen, right? right? And so uh, we're going to re- we're going to de- decrease the possibility of it happening. So we want a preventative program. We want uh, 
program that's going to target or indicate to persons who are most likely to develop it at a specific time. And then we want another program that is going to uh, capture those persons who would have already had some illness and now we're just working on trying to rehabilitate them, right? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, what we have here is basically uh, uh, a rehabilitative state. That's we have one leg of two uh, uh, in our system, basically, and, and and that's that's sad. So basically, uh, you can we're not stopping it from happening, and we're catching it too late. That's basically what we have, Almost uh, late again. and that's and that's that's just. That's just sad, right? And that's very, just sad. Very, and, and 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 just like how we have, I mean, I'm all for cancer society and all that, and I'm not by any means belittling them. Uh, but just like with those large breast cancer campaigns, we we need to have those same kind of uh, campaigns for mental health as well. And, we've been needed that. Yeah, yeah, because the young man, I, I. The young man who took his life the other day, mm -hmm. you know, it was yeah. like that was so unexpected because yeah. everybody said he was the life for the party. Oh, and this is my thing. Mm. How does depression look? Not everybody has the look of depression. Right. Everyone. Oh, my gosh. He's such a bubbly person. He was smiling. He doesn't even look like he could have done it. Oh, I don't even think he might have done it. Like it's just like so out of the norm. But how does depression even look? How you can look at someone and say, oh, they're depressed. Mind you, in saying that, right, I think we can cover that in the next question. It's yeah. a good thing you bring that up. Yeah. One um, <laughs> of the questions, uh, this is the, to the entire panel. Uh, what, are some of the issue, what are some of the mental issues and challenges we face or cope with? Um, like, like the lady say, like the, uh, the empress say, um, how does depression look? Like, People could look at. I, I actually, I want Piandra to kind of continue, continue that train of thought because um, that's a damn good question. How I, how does depression look? Does it look like how you see in the commercials? People exactly. sitting, you know, they in the corner with a cloud over their head and just raining, just raining rain on them. Does does depression look like that? I mean, it's like if for many who know me, they know me to be bubbly, smiling all the time, mm -hmm. laughing, cracking jokes, just being, you know, very extra, as some people can say it. Mm. And they would my, never my, think... Might I uh, team chocolate empress? <laughs> and they would never <laughs> think to say that I'm going through something mm -hmm. when I feel as if I have the whole world and I feel like I just want to break down, I just want to cry, but... You know, not, not all the time people are willing to show that and wear that on them. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people mask that. So you can't look at someone and just say, oh, they're going through something. A lot of time, I mean, mind you, mm -hmm. let me take that back. You can't look at some people and be like, okay, they're having a hard day. Mm -hmm. They're going through something. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you can look at someone and you don't even, you will be thinking that they ain't going through nothing. They ain't feeling no pain, no nothing. They just good. And then mm. once you look good to me, that means you fine. So I ain't even gonna ask you how you doing. Because you look like you're doing all right. So I ain't even gonna bother checking to see if you are right. You understand? So it's like, I depression doesn't have a look. You, 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 you so yeah. right, Empress. You so it doesn't have a look. Right. Because no. some days, I'll, if I feel like it, I'll show it. 
And some days, yes. because I just want to get through my day and I don't yes. want nobody to bother me, mm-hmm. I can smile, I can laugh, and I can do everything. I can do. People mask it. Right. Private, um, public success, private failures. And that. at the end of the day, people don't want, like, we, you don't want anybody up in your business. You don't want, to be, you don't want no handouts. You don't want nobody pity party with you or none of that dumb shit or whatever. We just I like, take bro, a handout. I, 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 <laughs> like, some moments you just be overwhelmed of what's going on in your yes. life at I, that I, moment. I, yes. I, the, the, in, in addition to not wanting the handouts, except for Butter Levon. Yeah, because I need <laughs> a commercial more. I just saying, if anybody feel like donating, I got GB on Facebook. I take the handout. Just saying. Thanks. It, 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 in addition to I not, <laughs> in addition to not taking the handouts or the pity party, what you also don't need is the unfair comparison. Yes. You don't need the. I don't know what you're upset for. I don't know what you're depressed for. Someone has it worse than you. Exactly. Bet you. Listen. So, I'm so sorry, Doc. Sorry for my foul language, but that. No, 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 Doc. I, Doc, I, not that. No, 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 no. I can't stand. <laughs> it's quite appropriate. I can't stand. <laughs> I can't stand people who do that. Mm. You should be happy. Thank God for life. Yes, Mine, we should yes, thank God, thank God, God for life. life. Yes. But motherfucker, I going through something. Exactly. You know what you will notice about those same people who will turn around and tell you, be thankful, thank God for life. They straight. But not, not, not only they straight, let them go through some shit. They want the whole world to fucking stop. Yes. I've seen I'm people, depressed today. Yes. Be I've happy seen, for me. Cheer me up. I've seen people crumble mm. because of depression. Mm. And these are the same people that say, thank God for life. Yes. Listen, at the end of the day, ain't nobody into hearing that. No. Yeah, we thank God for life. We're appreciative of life because we could have taken our own life. Mm. But at the end of the day, we decided not to and we're fighting. Yes. You don't come and bring your pity party or your, your personal feelings to weigh up on me. I'm mm. already burdened down with my mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what I'm going through mm-hmm. to tell me, uh, be thankful for life. And someone mm. has it you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Someone yeah. has it worse. You could, I could only imagine persons who just who just get that call from the doctor or gone to the doctor. You have full blown AIDS. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or terminal cancer. Right. Terminal yeah. cancer. Mm-hmm. And then someone is gonna say, "But you know, someone living without a face, right?" Bitch, ain't nobody care right. about that right now. Ain't nobody <laughs> care about. It's me right now. I'm sorry for being selfish, but it's me right now. I'm worried about me. Exactly. The, the fact that and it's not just being selfish is because, like a person like me, mm. if I ever get that call, I I I, I just might slip into a coma because I can stress myself out. Mm-hmm. Because it's not me anymore. Mm-hmm. I gotta worry about my wife. Mm-hmm. I gotta worry about my son. son yes. Mm-hmm. I have to worry about my mother because mm-hmm. no one. If something happens to me before. Uh, her demise or whatever, mm-hmm. it's gonna take her. Right. Yes. She yes. already has hypertension, living mm-hmm. with it, and a lot of complications because of it. Mm-hmm. Imagine her last child die. Mm-hmm. You know what that, I'm saying? That, 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 then she has to explain that she has to help explain that to my son. Mm-hmm. You know now, what I'm saying? Now, now, now in, in, in addition to that, not everybody can deal with every mental challenge. No. The, the, same. the, the same way. Mm-hmm. So right. when it comes to having to deal with that. In that moment, not like doing the example you use, Lennon. Not saying that your mother doesn't know how to handle it, but in that moment, she just may not mentally be there. No, right. you can't. Like, like when my brother died, it took. I I have yet to mourn my brother's death. Oh mm. wow! Because I had to be the the last child. Mm-hmm. Wow. I have two other siblings that's older than me. Mm-hmm. The, the the oldest one died. I had to be the foundation of the family now. Mm-hmm. 
so 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 then it's like when do i get my turn i, I this is what i've been you asking. don't get you don't get, you a, don't turn. get a turn because i have to now even when i thinking about my brother i still shed a tear now and again but mm-hmm. i have to realize but you got to be strong because what if mommy thinking about him and crying right now oh, so i got to hop on the phone and call mommy mm-hmm. oh, yeah just was thinking about my old my life my first child and mm-hmm. mommy don't worry man we're in now, a better place and this it's it's ridiculous I, the I, amount of things you have to deal with i i, I do want to do this then i want to get a response from the doctor um yeah i i man you guys are you guys are hitting some of the some key uh uh points and principles mm-hmm. in, in 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 mental health right uh i'm just listening to empress uh, uh just to directly answer a question she's absolutely right there is no real face to depression mm-hmm. right uh, uh you know i mean ooh, and that's a very difficult question to ask uh, and to, I think that was Lord who was speaking this now, no, uh, yes. that whole aspect of being, being the person to hold the family up. Uh, uh, and then also speaking to the idea of people saying, get over it. Those are, they, those encompass three aspects of psychiatry mm-hmm. that is so important. And if I were to, I would like to expand on them. The, the three things is empathy, mm-hmm. identification, mm-hmm and support mm. and support right mm-hmm. so so empathy is all about being able to empathically understand and appreciate what that individual not the world not others like him what that individual might be experiencing given their specific travel okay uh as healthcare mental health care professionals we're trained to take that point of view, a point of view from patients, right, to see exactly how uniquely their experiences are affecting their individual lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to identification, so that's a very difficult uh, area to explore. What's more uh, useful, um, I mean, at least for us, is being able to uh, find or identify what we would call risk factors or persons who would be most likely at risk, right? Mm-hmm. And so then typically we would have a profile basically saying, you know, okay, if we have a, uh, a mother who's perhaps in uh, having, who's young, high school dropout, three kids, underemployed or unemployed mm-hmm. or has a substance abuse problem or live in a uh, inner city area, or perhaps uh, uh, a kid who has an abusive father, an abusive uh, mom, mm-hmm. um, who had predisposed um, a psychiatric illness in his family, uh, or if we say persons who, uh, let's say, uh, uh, an architect or something, who's always had a strenuous job, always under the gun, uh, living... Uh, in this very fast, fast track lane, mm-hmm. uh, those can help guide us in predicting the likelihood of developing mental illness. But to say to diagnose someone just by looking at them—that's that's that's near impossible. And then that's that's just too late by the time it happens, mm-hmm. right? Uh, when we come when we're talking about support, you're absolutely right, uh, uh, Lord. Uh, the the fact is, 
the support system that we should build around us should be one that could sustain us in these situations, right? And some support systems are less strong than other support systems. Mm -hmm. And so uh, when your support system fail, then you should then have access to support systems that should work. And the mental health, community mental health should be that support system that you should always and directly have access to, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and that that there is the, the kind of uh, roadmap that we want to uh, 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 begin to, to, to see happen. Mm -hmm. Persons who are going through stuff always having access to the mental health support team. Mm -hmm. Okay. For real. Doc, 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 I'm not going to lie, right? This, okay, the, the, the podcast before this, we talked about the front lines of COVID-19, right? A lot of yeah. the information given in that I had never heard mm. before. It's the same thing with this. Yeah. The, 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 the three aspects the doctor just mentioned, like you, you hear the terms, but you never heard it broken down mm -hmm. like that before. Mm -hmm. And it, it, just that little bit of information, if I had that shit couple of years ago. couple of years ago. Or even a couple of months. Couple of, if, I, if I knew this before, Dorian. Things that I know now, I wish yeah. I knew then. That's all I could say. The funny thing is, I actually, if I could take a... Um, Quick second. Yeah, man. I um, I remember uh, my therapist had said to me, oh, I remember. So we were talking about why do I feel so lonely mm -hmm. sometimes? Why do I have this excessive lonely feeling mm -hmm. um, and what's not? And the thing about it is I had to realize that we, we talked a little bit about connection. And connection, I guess, could kind of move into the support the support realm. Mm -hmm. And I never really sat down and looked at it until the same the same thing that he said just now with empathy, empathy identification, and what was the last one? Somebody. It is empathy, identification, Stats. and support. And support, yes, right. I, I, I kind of felt that. You know, just being able to say, oh, I have a friend, right? Mm -hmm. It was so much different than me yes. saying, hey, there's somebody who I actually connect with. Mm -hmm. That is something. And I think partly to our, our culture. And I'm going to speak for Grand Bahama. I'm not going to speak for New Providence or the other islands. Mm -hmm. In Grand Bahama, we are sort of distant. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Like very, very distant. Yes. And I don't know how that came to be. Mm. Laid back, distant, attached. Right. Mm. And and so it's because now it's just like, you know, you will go into church, you go into church for one, two hours. Mm -hmm. If you go to Pentecostal church, we all know how that goes. <laughs> if we go to it's a Thursday morning. <laughs> <laughs> if we go into Catholic Anglican, we we know, you know, they're yeah. a little bit more to me they're a little bit more close-knitted mm -hmm. that's that's my opinion mm -hmm. um but on the whole as a culture that support system mm -hmm. especially in grand bahama 
we are just now starting to get see gather together. I think gather after together. Dorian, mm-hmm. everybody decided to say come together because it always was. That's your issue. You deal with you. you. Deal with mm-hmm. it. I'm gonna deal with me, but then you deal with you. I ain't even want to hear about your issues. You keep you over there. Mm-hmm. Let me stay over here. Then we good. You know, I like, want to hear about your your problems. Like mm-hmm. some people would say, like, oh, I need to protect my energy, and yeah. it's like I don't really have a problem with that. But here's the here's what. Here's what I personally believe. Mm-hmm. A two-card strand is not so easily broken. Mm-hmm. I will go right back to the same sentiment, um, Dr. Smith, with the the campaign. Mm-hmm. I think now more than ever, mm-hmm. we don't need to treat it as a fad. Like mm-hmm. I said, memes and everything has been popping out. Yeah. Like people now, just, I don't think they have the definition right, but narcissist is kind of the new fad now you mm-hmm. need to identify the narcissist and mm-hmm. the toxic person in your mm-hmm. in your circle and everything i yeah. still don't think they use it correctly mm-hmm. but i admire the fact that a lot of these terms are now coming forward mm-hmm. and i think a good an excellent thing would be for our medical professionals like i studied psychology when i was in cov mm-hmm. unfortunately i wasn't able to finish but it was such a fascinating thing <laughs> for me. And I realize now that, as Dr. Smith said it, you, that team, that subset of the medical field needs to be respected. Mm-hmm. And I think we now more than ever, we really do need to push with the facts. We need to push with the science. Mm-hmm. We need to push with the um, what, whatever other good and just thing Mm -hmm. that we need because there are many people out here young old Mm -hmm. who are suffering Mm. they don't know what to do they Mm -hmm. don't know where to go Mm -hmm. um i just had words with a young lady she said you know she just feels tired Mm-hmm. Laid, laid down. She doesn't want to move. Mm-hmm. She That's depression. Just, right like, mm-hmm. she, she, like yeah. she just said, and I asked, I said, what's wrong? She said, no, don't worry about it. You know, and the way she said it, it doesn't sound like, no offense, doesn't sound like the typical female, oh, don't worry about it, you know, mm-hmm. you can think of. It's a fear. Don't this, worry about it. Like, I was concerned. Yeah. Bitch, you need to talk? Like, <laughs> I was literally concerned. I woke up. Early and I messaged, I said, just check in to make sure you're alive. Mm-hmm. I didn't say it in that way, but I said, hey, just making check in to make sure you're good. Because mm-hmm. I was very concerned. Mm-hmm. And I realized, I was like, wow, Jed, like COVID, do, well, Dorian did a number on us. COVID just, I personally believe, just blew off the whole lid. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I would take it back further than that. There was Francis and Jane. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There was Matthew. Mm-hmm. Then Dorian, mm-hmm. right? Then COVID. In addition to whatever personal just, struggles yeah. he was we, we was dealing with, and lack of leadership. So, 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 if I were to, if, I'm sorry, I, I think this go is, ahead, go ahead, is go such ahead. an important point. Go ahead. Yeah, if I were to to uh, uh, give you a, a slight blueprint or framework of how to get this done, mm-hmm. it would be things like this. Uh, first. I would want to, uh, the, the first thing you want to do is to get persons who are responsible for making the law, that's your legislators, mm-hmm. to make the law, mm-hmm. right? And the law is going to actually uh, make it illegal for mental health to be treated 
uh, uh, unlike any other physical illness, right? right? Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, it's, it's a disability uh, of the mind, right? Because mm-hmm. the mind has lost certain function, and mm-hmm. so. Just like how there is a equality for disabled people, there should be a dis, uh, equality for persons suffering from a disability of the mind. The second thing we want to do is to have the, the government, because the government has the largest arm and they can do things, is to go about educating people, right? Mm-hmm. So legislation, education, and then you have to make sure that there is uh, teeth into it, right? So what you want is to make sure that if persons are routinely or institutionally discriminated against mm-hmm. uh, because they have mental illness, then there is a penalty to pay, right? So um, not because I have a drug dependency, whether it's alcohol, cocaine, or whatever, that means I can't have access to feed my children. That means I can't have access to the kind of help that other persons who have physical illness can get. Uh, 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 and so uh, it, it requires everyone feeling that, you know what, I need to touch my representative. representative. Yes. I need to make sure that they understand that, hey, I've been going through something. I have kids. I don't want them to go through something. And maybe I don't have the kind of uh, monies or access to uh, monies that given them the care that they need. So this needs to be up front and center of all healthcare uh, systems that they're putting forward. Yes. Uh, that's, that's, that's the way how it should be done. Mm-hmm. Really okay. speak to you. Later. I, I agree. I agree. I, I know think. who I going after. I think- <laughs> I think um, collectively, when the entire the, the entire community is suffering, mm-hmm. that's when the community comes together. Right. The minute you, I, it, I, it, it shouldn't take my point exactly. Right. It shouldn't take all this, but mm. let's be real. The minute shit get back to somewhat of normal, everybody right. going right back Not to the same thing. I can do me. You, you, like, know, you know, it's a prime example of that. Let's mm. look at the last three weeks. Three weeks ago. The prime minister was the worst person on planet Earth. Still is. The minute, but the minute, the, the he, minute he, he say, the minute he say, y'all could go to Kentucky. Minister oh handsome, shit! Eh? Minister, you look hey, good. Hey, minister, hey, yeah, hey, she's hey. a cool guy. Yeah, hey, 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 hey. Oh, oh, oh I, I, I can't wait too. till twenty twenty two. I mean, the everything fuck? I was seeing on on social media, I was like, these the same people. I say, I, I should I screenshot the status you just post like two days ago before the. You give it, yeah, yes, okay. yes. No. How to do that? Put you on blast. But see it. It, it not only should it take a catastrophe for us to come together or for persons to bring awareness to it, it shouldn't, in, in, in the times of peace, quote unquote peace, mm. we should be together. That's when the the sense of community needs to continue. It needs to be at its P. highest. P. just mentioned earlier, you know, you stay over there, you deal with you and mm-hmm. I can do with me. I can deal with me. No. If that's the mentality you going to have, right? Right. If if that's how me and Leonard are going to interact with each other, man, this house on fire. I ain't coming to help. Right. You know what I can do? I can pull out my phone. There we go. He's big dopes. Mm-hmm. I, just be, that, I think the best thing I ever did in the last few weeks was take a break off of Facebook. <laughs> I seriously, like, bro, because it was getting too much. Like, yes. legitimately, it was getting too much for me to mm-hmm. handle. 
And I'll say this. The fact that on the, on the regular, you wake up, you go on Facebook, you read something about COVID. Then mm-hmm. you read something on some scandal, some mm-hmm. some issue between men and women, mm-hmm. some issue... Somebody then, getting cheated on. What exactly. we mad about today? Exactly. Yeah. Like what we then, gonna then, complain then, about? What today? we upset for? Then, 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 then the pastor dropped down there in his sweetheart house, and everybody got a fucking commentary on yeah. that. Yeah. Or the, the prophets come out the woodwork. Anywho, I say all that to say. This. <laughs> I took a I took a break from Facebook, and it was probably the best thing I've ever done mm. in 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 recent memory. Mm. And in a way, I would encourage. Um, other people to kind of do the same, take a break mm-hmm. because clear your head, man. yeah, you gotta clear your head. You have to. And then what what it allowed me to do was, and this might sound a little weird, Doctor Smith. You could tell me if I on the wrong track, but I think I'm I'm thinking that because I took a break from Facebook, it really got me starving. I guess that's the best word I could say. Mm-hmm. It really got me starving for. For actual interaction. Yes. Yes. Legitimate, like real human interaction. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. What what I think then happened is because I was reaching out to for therapy, um whenever I met someone subsequent after that, the experience for some strange reason mm-hmm. felt more organic mm-hmm. than it did prior. I think that was the same um, um, empathy or along the same vein Dr. Smith was talking about. Uh-huh. Would that be correct, sir? Yes, yes absolutely. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And 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 and, and uh, I think that was Mr. Hamilton. Yes, it is. You, yes, you, you're correct. What, what basically what you're describing is that that void that had been filled with Facebook nonsense once you left Facebook, that void was still there, Mm -hmm. and you uh, started uh, uh, sustaining yourself with something much more positive, right? Right. And and, and so, and and here's another buzzword for you. Once you connect with the right support, right, Mm -hmm. then that builds resiliency, Ah. okay? Mm. and that means that you are now able to self-heal. That means now you are be- developing experiences that would make you more whole, right? Mm-hmm. And become, you now become a support for the other person, mm-hmm. you right. see? Or you now become support for yourself, okay? It's, it's kind of like... A, <laughs> It's kind of like physical medicine. Okay. So when 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 you have a gunshot wound and lost plenty of blood, go into uh, theater. You know they do all about three four hours of surgery on you. Mm-hmm. They put you in ICU, right? And the reason why they put you in ICU because uh, the trauma has so incapacitated you that your normal physiology mm-hmm. isn't able to sustain life for you. Mm. So the in- intensive care unit takes over a part of your physiology that you aren't able to do, mm-hmm. right? And builds you up 
to the point where you are feeling better so that then you now can manage your physical self again, mm. okay? So the ventilator is breathing for you because you can't breathe for yourself, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the heart pumps is, is, is helping you your pump pump blood around you because your blood can't do it, your heart can't do it for yourself. Well, in psychiatry, we take over or we manage your mental health issues to the point not to take it over, but to help nurse it back to wellness again, right? And to build resiliency, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so that's, that's, so we're not trying to create dependency on you. We're trying to um, build you up to healthy, independent living. Mm-hmm. That's that's the whole goal. Mm. That's that. Nah, uh, I can tell you no lie. Again, that was powerful. That's like basically um, building a sense of community. Right. Yes. We've, 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 yes. Covered, we've covered yes. this topic mm-hmm. on, on almost every episode of season one. Yes. Um, it always boils down to community. And mm-hmm. I want to touch on something LeVon said about toxic people. Mm-hmm. Everybody utilizes that as some way to cut somebody off. Right. Mm-hmm. If you want to cut somebody off, just cut somebody That's off it. because technically that person might not be toxic. They may Maybe. be the re- they may be the you realest might friend. Be the ah. one. Listen, preach. That person might be the realest person mm-hmm. to you, mm-hmm. but because you can't handle the truth, you, you label them toxic. toxic. Or or everybody is your or, or or there are some people we've all we all know them who prefer to live in ignorance. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, yes, I know taking this match and lighting my hand is going to burn me. I know that. But I still can do it. But, but I can still I still can do it. And don't tell me what to do because this is my life. And if I won't burn myself, I can burn myself. Burn From yourself, my buddy. understanding, bro, and this, I don't care if nobody tell me I'm wrong for this, bro. And this is what I believe. A friend would tell you, you're doing shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. The Bible yeah. say this. The wounds of a friend is more precious than gold. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if you was my brethren and you see me doing shit and you don't say nothing, by mm-hmm. technically you're the toxic person, but oh. not only that, that's with me. That's that's not like, the friend. Yes, man. They yes. like people who will always be like, oh yeah. That's like in Do man. It. I mm. swear. Like, if, you know, if you was my friend, mm. especially especially if I'm in a if I'm I'm I'm, I'm in a mental state mm-hmm. where I am not making conscious decisions. Mm-hmm. If you was my friend and I go and go. Engage in some coke for the first time, mm-hmm. and you don't stop me, right? Or do your best to stop me. You, you can't. First of all, yeah, you, exactly. you, can't you can't stop me. Yes. I can do whatever but I want. Yeah. But if you don't try and you mm-hmm. let me go down that road mm-hmm. without you even giving a damn, mm-hmm. technically, but you toxic just like right. me. Yeah, exactly. You need to you stop throwing that word, friends. Though too loosely. Listen, I won't shit. even say it's. I, well, that true. But like I said, I, I think taking up. Look what happened to the bike. You own friends. Your own friends allegedly killed him. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> no bullshit. They killed the boy. I'll fuck the allegedly bullshit. Is, <laughs> okay, is, I'm saying allegedly because it friends. hasn't been proven. But, no, I ain't saying it because I ain't think that's this. his friends. No, to I, begin okay, with. I, 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 I can get you that. Right. <laughs> I just, I just, I'll go right back to my first point, and I'm like, you know, we we need to get rid of these fads, these mm-hmm. fad words now right. that they mm-hmm. call them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we need to learn what are the actual definitions mm-hmm. of these things mm-hmm. that we want to involve ourselves in. Mm-hmm. So if you as a friend, just like Lord Leonard said, mm-hmm. when I doing garbage, like how ruckus are come to me, nah, call me on my bullshit. Yeah. Ruckus are come to me, nah, Levon. I hate to say it like this, but 
you know what you're going to have to do. Mm-hmm. And I only tell you this because you're my brother. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. When you have people like that around yeah. you, you yeah. don't lose them. No. no. To me, you don't lose them. Why? Because then that shows you that they think of. But the, the, the good, interesting part about it is the dynamics of our friendship is like we build each other up. Exactly. Because if, fu- if I fucking around, LeVon will say, boy, rock his eye, no lie, right? Die, rock his ass. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, maybe like, boy, maybe, maybe use your kind and look at it yeah. this way. Yeah, for, yeah, me. for real. Maybe you should do it this way. You <laughs> know, you know it, you might get you know? better results. Exactly. Exactly. That, 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 I wouldn't say that's the purpose of a friend, but that's one of the functions of a that, good, right. good, exactly. good friend. Because how it look, rock is getting a fight or getting a situation and he about to go clap these niggas. And I write on the side of him, watching him load the gun, and I ain't say nothing. Hey, boy, you should probably tell. <laughs> no, no, knowing the situation, knowing the situation that there's a part, there's a high chance he may get caught, caught. Mm-hmm. and do some serious jail time. Exactly. That's gonna put him in, in an even worse mm-hmm. mental state because he mm-hmm. can't get no nucky in jail and he can't get no money in jail. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Definitely ain't good for mental health. Definitely no, ain't good. No, no, so me being the friend, but you sure you won't go it. through this? But think about this first. I, I, I wanna, I wanna end the jack in there, and then I actually wanna get. Um, I ask a question of Piandra and Levon. Mm. As brethren, we need to be able to have each other back and be able to say, hey, listen, you're doing shit, cut the shit. You know where this could end up. Mm. All right. So stop it. Now, um, Piandra, for the ladies, mm-hmm. could you kind of tell us how that, how being a sister, a sister to someone, how does that, how is, how is that supposed to look? Well, for me, just in itself, you should just be uplifting for one. Mm. You, you have to have, you have to have that person's back. And I mean, I ain't gonna lie. It is be so sad in society, especially with a lot of us young folks where, I've witnessed where people really don't have friends. They say that this person is their friend. They they party with this person all the time. And they be like, gee, this person can't be their friend. Why are they friend of them doing this? Like, you think any of their friends tell them that this that's how it look or mm-hmm. this what it really is? Like, mm-hmm. you think their friends explain any of that to them? But like, well, gee, I'm ready to go tell them, like, just to seeing it. Mm-hmm. And I ain't even my friend. Mm-hmm. So what that friend You're doing? Them, yeah. Like, people, we really is just throw that word out there. So I just feel as if you should... Try to be uplifting. Try to talk. And to be honest, just be real, man. Because not all the time you have to be... T- I, Me, personally, I ain't no yes, man. Like, I can't do it. I ain't a one to say, if I see you doing foolishness, oh, yeah, go do it. I be like, I ain't gonna lie. You're damn fucked. That's, you're, that's, you're fucking that's, around, that's yeah. foolishness, but... If you want to do it, boo, that's on you. It ain't gonna be like if you if you like it, I love it. No, you just can love it on your own. I mm-hmm. could be obvious saying that's garbage. Mm-hmm. It that's is what it is, exactly. and I still can love you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But it is what that. it is. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. I you can't, just don't be fake and too much fakeness See? out there. People just don't know how to communicate. See, one thing I one thing I Ooh, realized seven too. chakra, <laughs> seven fucking chakra right now. One, <laughs> one thing I realized too, and you could take this route if you want to, fake people. Is only temporary, right? Mm. They can show their true colors. That's yeah. true. Yeah. They can all. They have to mm. because they ain't permanent. Right. Permanent people can always show you by IKEA. Yeah. Right. Whether like my best friend, starting as as a friends friends with her or whatever. She 
we used to have our little disagreements mm-hmm. and it used to come to almost, it used to almost get physical. Mm-hmm. What made me realize she was permanent in my life, mm-hmm. the sun would never go down without us apologizing. Never. Before Sounds the sun good. go down, we need to apologize, get over this matter so we can continue this friendship. Sounds mm-hmm. like some scriptural stuff. No, it, it, Be that, angry and sin not. No, it, 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 the, the, that's scriptural. Let wrath. not the sun go down on your wrath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you have somebody that putting that forth, like mm-hmm. Mina could be mad for a couple of days, but I'm, we're at the point now, we know when one of us found realized we was wrong, mm-hmm. we can meet or we can call it by sorry dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Friend, a real friend can always do Yes. Things you don't expect. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They can mm-hmm. always put that best foot forward. Mm-hmm. Yes. They can't help that because they, re- they, they if, especially if they realize that you're a permanent, you're an asset and you're permanent in their life, mm-hmm. they can always put that best foot forward. Mm. But they, they, not they, nowadays. <laughs> everybody, everybody with the place <laughs> cloud chasing. Mm. Um, we get, we get the <laughs> argument. I got to put that on, on Facebook live. Yeah, 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 yeah. bitch and this and that. <laughs> I, 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 you I must hear like your phone. <laughs> I, I, I want to do this now, and um, Dr. Smith, I would really be interested in hearing your response to this. I'm going to ask the next question. I want to take it from Piandra's standpoint, Levon's standpoint, Leonard's standpoint. Um, when we feel, I like to call it the beast, when you feel the beast in your mind starting to rear its head, I want you to think about things leading up to that moment. What kind of things trigger that for you? So actually let's let's start with you, Piandro. Okay. When it when it comes to the triggers for mental stress, mm. what are what are, what do some of them look like? It's so many. I mean loss in income. Mm-hmm. He break my heart. Mm-hmm. He cheating on me. Mm-hmm. I, I I stress over my child because I don't even know how to do, deal with this because it's so new to me because mm-hmm. I'm young. I'm a young mother. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you, you you was a teacher at school and your kids didn't mean listening to you mm-hmm. too much and you just don't know how to deal with it. But then you can't quit that job because that's the only job you yeah. have for right now. Yeah. Um, you was menace. At the at this very moment, you, I sure man is stressed out. The bad fucking right. I sure he is stressed out. Uh just as simple as you don't even know when you could eat mm-hmm. again. You might even still be working. You are very much employed, but the bills just piling. Mm-hmm. The bills just piling. Or it could be you're too fat. You're too skinny. You don't like how you look. Just if as it, simple as you just don't like yourself. That's mm, a self thing, but mm, that's still a trigger in itself. And mm, any one of those things could legit send you over the edge. Even as simple or as big as they may sound mm, could send you over the edge where you just can't take it anymore. Mm. Levine, kind of expand on what are some triggers that either you've experienced or you see from a male perspective. Oh, okay. Um I I'll actually do personal because mm-hmm. I just feel more comfortable. Okay. As strange as that sounds, yeah. Um, for me, is always the triggers is feeling inadequate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can run through some quick examples. Oh, you a certain age, you still living at home. Mm-hmm. You ain't making enough money, so you can't even um, date a woman. 
or something like so. Mm-hmm. Um, your car ain't like my car ain't flashy enough, or it ain't put the well, it ain't solid enough. Yeah, to to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, what was what was some others? Being surprisingly, mm-hmm. <laughs> surprisingly, even men struggle with 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 image issues mm-hmm. a lot of us just don't say it yeah so i look at some of my brothers everyone's like six one six two plus mm-hmm. and i'm like five eight yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i might have been doing like that you know yeah. the mm-hmm. average thing is like oh women love tall men it's like i'm not exactly tall you know it's petty exactly god had a selfie human when he's making me I five eleven. just mm. give me one more inch um but I think overall, mm-hmm. I would say I would group most of my triggers mm-hmm. into feeling inadequate based on what society says. There we go. Uh, a man my age, mm-hmm. where he should be, he should mm-hmm. have, should have a property, a house, mm-hmm. uh, right. um, should be married with like one child mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you this too. In addition to that, there are the spoken and accepted um, societal like expectations. Mm. And then there are the off-kilter ones. So what I mean is not only should you have a piece of property, a house, you know, married with children, things like that, then it's things like um, what's the size of the property? What's the size of the oh, house? Yeah. How does your, for men, how does your wife look? Right. For women, what status does your husband have? Is he a manager or he just a line Exactly. Worker? You know, things like that. Then is the real off-kilter mm-hmm. ones, like for men, yeah, you married and all, but... Who else you fucking? Who exactly? What your side chicks look like? <laughs> Same thing for I'm women. A, I'm, I'm a sweetheart. You got you know shit like that. Boy. So I mean, well, anyway, because <laughs> I'm sure we need, we need to get to get to get to the good dog, the Leonard. For mm-hmm. you, um, how do triggers look for you? Like, what's my trigger that that offsets what? I mean, that starts what? This that brings out the beast, <laughs> the the depression, the. Whatever. So many things is bring out the beast. It's just I, I have the beast on a leash. I have him on a leash. I can control myself now. But my main trigger mm-hmm. is anything that I can't understand. Mm-hmm. Anything. Mm. Relationships, uh, uh, simple conversations. Mm-hmm. Like if you say uh, you feel depressed, if you come to me and you're talking about you feel depressed, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to ask you, what are the things that are happening that are making you depressed? Mm-hmm. This is just an example. Mm-hmm. And you can't explain to me what is happening to make you depressed. I'm angry. You get frustrated. I'm frustrated because obviously you came to me for a reason. Talk, mm-hmm. man. I'm not a psychiatrist, <laughs> but you came for me a reason. As a friend, I want to talk. Let me talk you through some. Let me talk you from doing. Talk you out of doing some dumb shit. Talk, mm-hmm. man. But if you, bro, figure what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Like you can't. I understand that some people just wake up depressed. Mm-hmm. If you just wake up depressed. Bro, I just woke up feeling down and heavy. For my friends, I know what to do. Mm. All right, bro, let's go. Let's go have a few. Mm. Let's go talk. Let's go laugh. Yeah. Let me. Let's go experience life today, mm-hmm. so you can realize by hanging 
I ain't kill myself today because mm-hmm. I experienced life with a friend, yeah. a genuine friend. I experienced yeah. a connection. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For my female friends that come to me and talking, but let's go. Let's go on the beach. Let's go camping. Let's get away mm-hmm. from whatever situation is bugging you right now. Mm-hmm. That, that that doesn't take away from the situation. What what that does for for my female friends is I take you out of the situation mm-hmm. so you can think better. Mm-hmm. You can process your thoughts better because mm-hmm. in a toxic environment like that, where the depression is being fed, where your 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 mental issues are being fed, mm-hmm. and you're becoming more complacent, more mm-hmm. agitated, and anxious for no reason, mm-hmm. you can't think, you can't mm-hmm. function because you're under pressure. Mm-hmm. Take the pre- take you out of the pressure. You can clearly think. Mm-hmm. One of my mentors used to tell me this: if you have five and six different problems. Don't try to deal with five and six different problems at the same time. You can burn yourself out. Yeah. You can always hurt yourself. Right? Yes. Isolate each problem and deal with them one at a time. The mm. problem is going to always be there. Yeah. But if you isolate them one at a time, you resolve each problem. You resolve each problem. Okay. You know what exactly. Now, so, what I want to get from you, Dr. Smith, is when it comes to things that trigger um, depression or other sets of mental illness, what would your advice be to those, first of all, on how to recognize it and then how to combat it? Right. Uh, so so from listening to the uh, three responses, right, mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 it's important that, well, it's, it's, almost, it's, it's always good to use things from a utilitarian point of view. Okay. So for me... Uh, when I when I hear trigger, trigger goes in a stimulus kind of uh, column, right? Mm-hmm. So if there's a stimulus that it's going to excite something, then there must be a response, right? Okay. And 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 so from all three of the panels panelists, what I heard was they're clearly understanding and identifying what their triggers were. And then there was a specific response or general response that they have. So I would like to just to go in between the trigger and response and to explore something else okay. that might help them. Okay. Because if, if they were to listen very carefully, and I think Lord uh, Lennon mentioned it, uh, just when he, he said triggered, he was triggered by not knowing certain things. And then he said something, I got angry, mm, right? Okay. And so between the stimulus and the be- and the response, which I would call behavior, is something that we need to be aware of, which is the emotions, mm, right? Okay. Uh, and so, 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 and rightly so, each person have has its own, I can identify any kind of, different triggers. Triggers could be a thing. Triggers could be a word. Triggers could be place. Triggers could be an idea, right? Mm-hmm. Trigger could be an emotion, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And But what it does, it sets in motion uh, a response or behavior that might very well lead to some unintended and negative circumstances, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and before you get to the behavior, though, what is good to understand is to know what the triggers are and then understand what your emotional uh, state would be with that trigger. And you are reacting not only to the trigger, but the emotion is 
driving your behavior, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so when we when we when we do psychoeducation, we we try to uh, very clearly help patients identify uh, what those stimuli uh, uh, would be for them that would cause them to behave or respond in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Also, we're able to teach them what uh, and to name and st- what we call a state uh, and relate. So we, we, we ask them to state what and identify what emotional uh, status they are in during that trigger part. That helps you to understand your body, right? If you understand what's happening with your body, then you can understand how to control your body. Mm, so, okay. um, yeah, yeah, right. And and then that also gives you a second or two, because you might need that, to decide, okay? Mm. Decide how you are going to respond. Mm. So maybe you aren't able to control your emotions, uh, and maybe you aren't able to control the thought that the trigger caused, but you can actually control and choose how you respond to it. Okay. Or, in other words, you can start to train yourself to respond in a positive way rather than every time this gal come by me, but I can't feel it. I uh, she making me feel inadequate. Always asking me three hundred dollars. I only she know I only making two hundred ten, mm. right? So, what? so then, right? So then, when she comes, just wait a minute. I ain't got three hundred dollars. It ain't make no sense me fooling with this gal. Guess what? Let me take my two hundred ten dollars and do the best I can do with me. Mm. I don't know. I mean, that's a, the, what I'm. What I'm trying to suggest is that. You recognizing and clearly defining your trigger, clearly defining your emotions, and clearly recognizing how you respond, right? Mm-hmm. That sets you up to now choosing to go left next time when you see it. Because now you see it, you identify it, and you know what's going to happen, so you can do it no more. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Yes, it does. It it does. It makes plenty it, sense. It makes absolute perfect sense. Because I, I know for me personally, um, a trigger for me is being treated unfairly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a trigger for, for, for me but, too. But, but, but for... <laughs> I thought he's going to say them stupid, them stupid no, moments. No, 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 no it's, not, it's not even that. It's you not need, even that. You need to recall it an establishment? No, no, no. <laughs> It isn't even being treated unfairly in that relationship. A lot of where my mental issues came from was growing up in a single parent home and having a verbally abusive mother. Mm. Um, when the unfair comparisons came in, that that took a very hard blow to, that struck a very hard blow to just my overall development as a man, mm. you know. So, always, I, what what I always gathered from that as well is one thing for a woman to push you to try to be better, right? Mm. But it's another thing for a woman to emasculate you 
and humiliate and degrade you and then take pleasure in it. Like this, this is what I'm going to do to amuse myself. And that's what my mother was doing to me. And that caused a lot of the mental trauma. So not knowing how to handle that and then learning certain coping mechanisms to deal with that and then taking those same coping mechanisms and applying them to everyday life and interaction with other people that causes issues because it's like you're fighting a dragon and you found out that the dragon doesn't like getting stabbed in the eye with a sword. So to get this person to back off of you, you stab them with the sword. That's not the proper response to give in every single situation. So if I get out into the real world and I come across a woman in authority who may exhibit some of the traits that my mother did, my reaction is, Stab her with the sword. Mm-hmm. Hold on, this woman is not my, literally. Yo. No, not not literally, but you know, yeah, the, like like being right. being being sharp on my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, re- retorting everything that's coming back. Mm-hmm. This woman in a professional environment, she's my supervisor. She's my superior. Mm-hmm. That could cost me my job. Right. So when it costs me my job, mm-hmm. now I can't even hold on to a job, and now I'm getting perceived mm-hmm. as a difficult employee. So it's difficult now to find another job. Right. You see, so... so That's snowball. So, mm-hmm. so that's one of the triggers for me. And what feels unfair is now I have to deprogram that from myself so that I can have a better interaction with society. And I think that's the part. Um, that deprogramming, mm-hmm. I think... I wouldn't even say... Well, I think the most part that most persons stuck at is is just identifying the problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. But that deprogramming part, mm-hmm. I think me personally, that was always the fascinating one. Because that was actually mm-hmm. one of the goals that I had from, um, from my therapist. I mm-hmm. said I want to introduce more positive behaviors mm-hmm. um, so that when it comes to interacting with society, I have to realize society does not follow my standards. Mm-hmm. Society has its own subculture mm-hmm. cultures mm-hmm. and if i choose to interact with any one of them i have to be prepared for the consequences that follow mm-hmm. um that in and of itself is something that i would gladly uh dr smith i'm just letting you know I, that's something i i would gladly <laughs> gladly um help campaign for because that's that was always something beautiful to me. It's one thing to identify, but it's another thing to make a change for it. Yes. You know, so, hey, I'm in the fight. But just the same thing, just to piggyback off what was said earlier, um, would you saying that your trigger would have been the sharp mode just going back? Mm -hmm. For me, when I first started dealing with, I would say my depression, when it got too much for me to handle, I used to fight back. Mm-hmm. Meaning to say, throw hands. Mm-hmm. You? These hands used to get thrown. Yeah. Really? And I don't I, yeah. miss. Yeah. Piandra's. Connect. Piandra's cried the box. But it was like, it was just, 
<laughs> it was just where the minute I feel as if somebody was attacking me mm-hmm. because I used to get bullied. Mm-hmm. And when I just got too tired of the bullying, mm-hmm. the minute you said something, but I felt as if it was not even, it could be just as simple as shut up. You say shut up. It's time to go. That's throw, it. throw hands. Try Jesus. That's Don't try it. me. God damn it. I find that as the like, no, I'm not taking it no more. So I was like, I just started acting out where, you know where they say anybody could get it in a certain sense? Mm-hmm. And that's bad. Yes, Because like how you said, you're superior, that could make you lose. Like, it's the same thing, mm-hmm. like, I would be on the job and mm-hmm. if I feel some type of way, you understand, you really have to pull yourself back to be like, don't allow yourself to get there, don't allow mm-hmm. yourself to get there. Mm-hmm. But then you're just so overwhelmed mm-hmm. that, bam, you know, because out. you never really get to deal with anything you were dealing with. Mm-hmm. And you just explode. And that was me, like, on a continuous basis. It's like, mm-hmm. I feel as if I just starting to get the under wraps now. <laughs> like, as of probably I, 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 I last just, week or something. I, 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 I last week? Hold on, hold on. I, I so that means I could have been, <laughs> been on the target I'll tell you this, Piandro. You never really get it under control. Yes. You need it 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 is it it will be a struggle for the rest of our natural lives. Yes. Just beyond that. But I must be getting better. I'm getting we, better. We, we, we're, we're coming down to the end and, and and I wanna, you know, thank everyone for their contributions um to the podcast. Um especially Dr. Smith for taking yes. time out of his schedule to to break this down for us. Dr. Smith gave some very good insight very, that very. I did not even know either. So <laughs> I'm glad I, I, I do want to tackle two last things and then we'll close it out. Um, there are those that have genuine issues, genuine mm-hmm. mental issues. Then there are those that, that take advantage of the situation. Right. So hmm. how do we, first of all, identify mm. persons that are taking advantage of a situation, either taking advantage of someone with mental issues or pretending to, to have, have mental, mental issues. issues just to get that sympathy exactly. and reaction from people. Exactly. So how do we identify them them and then how do we deal with them? Ah. Bury them under the jail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't like that. What do you first of all right. uh Piandra, what are your thoughts on that? Uh for me like, I don't want, because you don't want where someone who actually is going through something and you might feel as if they might be faking when they actually ain't. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's, for me, that's like a kind of like a little touchy situation. Mm-hmm. But boy, when you, when you, when you discover that the person been faking. Personally, I, 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 I can't deal with that. No, I, I, pers- I, personally, some teeth got to come at me. Yeah, Sorry about that. I, I can't deal with that because for me, if I know the struggle that I went through mm-hmm. with, you know, depression and everything, and even if sympathize with that person and be like, man, I really thought you was like going through it. Like, how could you even take advantage of something like this? Like, mm-hmm. probably bring them to reality mm-hmm. to make them understand. Like, this ain't a game. This ain't a game. It's a serious situation. You, I don't. She's so you nice. Take this. You fucking Bury with my emotions right now. She's so nice. I'm so nice break. because nobody made me mad now. I, I, first of all, I find you Bury doing them some, under you know, the jail. I would live on on that one. I find her you doing some dumb shit like that and taking advantage of my friggin' emotion. I can break my foot. Off in your ass, and I can use you as a pair of alligator shoes. Yeah, and when exactly. you're screaming as I walk, exactly. I can shout at you, "Shut up!" 
I saw with y'all on that shit. You know, this 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 shit ain't no joke. But you don't clout chase with mental health, bro. No, that's and see, and it goes right back. I mean, sorry, but like this. Yeah, like I said, that break from social media really started to begin the process of me starting to regain some sense of vision clarity yeah because there was so much like you know oh you know, i'm like look at it now you you don't i know we said this like you never know people going through mm-hmm. but in many different ways just because you like how would i put it just because you got a b on your test mm-hmm. when you wish you would have got an a please don't come and try and make it seem like, you know, the body kick like that. The, the, the no, world is crumbling the world around is you. Crumbling. It's like, really? get, the, where, get your shit together. Where, That's a B. Right? It's like, whereas, but somebody who's been, again, I'm not trying to make light of the situation. I'm mm. not, I'm not the most politically correct person mm. these days. Yeah. But, and this is where Dr. Smith, you can, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Like I was mentioning earlier about the whole trend with this one is a narcissist, this one is a this, this one mm-hmm. is a that. Yeah. And I remember hearing one once a few times. A person can have certain traits, but they may not necessarily be mm-hmm. a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you could have narcissistic traits, mm-hmm. but not necessarily be a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dr. Smith. I, 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 you're, you're absolutely correct. And, um, you know, <laughs> what's so funny, you guys aren't the typical panelists. You have such good insight into, uh, mental illness. Thank uh, you, sir. And I say that very, and no, I, 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 I honestly do just very good grasp of what's happening, really. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what, 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 and it's a pretty, when I saw that question, uh, when I heard it, it, it was, I'm like, okay, what are they asking, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and just listening uh, to the responses and then thinking it over myself, I, I think I, I I get exactly what you're asking. So the, 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 the difficulty is, first of all, identifying what a mental illness is or what someone with a mental illness would act like, right? Right. And and then also to to see if they are being what in the Bahamian vernacular extra. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And that <laughs> yeah, that extra part, hmm. uh, like Hamilton is suggesting, is exactly correct. It is when you put a taint of personality disorder in it right and what personality disorder is that's that you know like when you get that icky feeling like i can't stand this dread but his yeah, spirit yeah. is making me cross yeah oh, man, I, I, well look here i look here i ain't into that dude coming around me because he always doing something stupid right mm-hmm. um so so here's it if we were to have like a venn diagram you can have persons who have mental illness and no personality disorder with that right Mm -hmm. Uh, and they would exhibit all of the prescribed symptoms and signs for that mental illness Mm -hmm. then you can have another diagram where they have 
personality disorder by itself with no mental illness, and I'm using that sort of broadly. Okay. Uh, 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 and, and then those are the persons who have these uh, very specific maladaptive um, idiosyncratic traits mm-hmm. that just aren't normal, right? They they aren't they they're they're, they're very either uh, too psychotic, they are too uh, paranoid, they are too dependent, they're always anxious. You know those can they those are some of the prescriptions we can uh, give persons with these traits that uh, seem to be totally out of keeping with normal personality characteristics. And then you can have persons with have with with mental illness and also with personality disorder. And when that happens, yeah, they, they're actually milking or they're, they're using it in such a way that can make it very difficult for you to empathize with their mental illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, right, right. And, and, and so uh, I, I, I tend to agree, those persons are very, very difficult uh, uh, to be around. Those persons are very difficult to engage, mm-hmm. uh, even with mental health professionals, mm-hmm. right? Because for them, who they are is nothing wrong with them, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, so there is a lack of insight in how their traits or characteristics are affect, affecting other people, mm-hmm. uh, which makes which makes it an inherent barrier for them to get help for that and also their mental illness. Okay. I, you, I mean, do you guys follow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Okay, great, great, great. Excellent. Good. Okay, the the last um, question that I do want to tackle, then we'll close out the show. Um, I'm reminded of the. I don't know if you. Everyone should have heard this joke before. Um, person is out to sea. They're drowning. They're calling to God for help. God sent first. He sent a boat. Then he sent a bigger boat. Then he sent a helicopter. The person drowning told all the people know I'm straight. God got me. The person drowns and dies and is God mm-hmm. before God. God, why didn't you save me? Mm-hmm. And God said, well, hell, I sent you a boat, a big boat and a helicopter. Well, what else do you want me to send? Mm-hmm. So with that being said, the question then becomes for persons who discover what their mental issue is. What responsibility does that person have to better their situation? Because the, situ- the, the saying is, when you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. So how, wh- what responsibility does that person have to take on themselves? What the initiative should they have to take? Um, I think I could start off. Okay, let's start with you, Levon. Um, me personally... If I was to put it on a scale, one to ten, mm. one being least responsible, ten being the most responsible, I would put it at a an eight. Okay. The reason being, I, I personally believe that as we get older, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about um, 
adolescents, let's say somebody 18 and, and younger. Okay. Right? But on average, I would say somebody 25 and up. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, we do have to confront our issues head on. Mm-hmm. Because regardless of whether we like to believe it or not, the world will move on without right. you. Yes. It yes. doesn't matter. It doesn't wait. Right. It, and and, and it might seem, yeah. to me, it might seem cold-hearted to say, mm-hmm. but to be that's quite the honest, that's it. the reality of it. It is. It, plenty of people will pass you by. Mm-hmm. Plenty of people will not understand what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Plenty of people will... Some people would want to help, but they don't know how to help. Mm-hmm. Some family members would stick and just be frozen because mm-hmm. they're like... Some people would shun you. Just have to I don't know it. what to do. Yeah. Others would tell you, and this is one of my pet peeves, just pray about it. Oh, Something has it worse than you. Shit. Right? Just, just and, take it to the Lord and pray. But, you, don't, you, you, you don't have enough faith. God fucking <laughs> damn it. Right? But even in all of that... <laughs> <laughs> Even in all of that, I do. Okay, I put it like this. One of my favorite speakers is um, Dr. Jordan Peterson. Okay. Right? And one thing that he said in his book is clean up your room. Okay. And mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, he was talking about, it really made this point. He was like, the mental energy that it takes to clean up your room. Mm-hmm. He was like, if you could practice that and remain consistent with that it puts your mind in a different space so I th- i'm guessing it's like a positive reinforcement a positive behavior okay to reinforce um the journey that you would then be willing to go through mm-hmm. but in that sense i do believe that at a certain point in time my number is 25 and up we have to take responsibility mm-hmm. for our own mentality mm-hmm. because as we identify it and as we brush up against one another and people tell like they draw different um, parts of our behavior, I think that's when we have to really start. We should start taking a a more in-depth look and saying, okay, is this efficient for me to do? Is this profitable for me to do? Mm-hmm. How is this going to affect not only me, but also those around me? Mm-hmm. How is this going to affect my future? How is this going to um, affect me in the next 5, 10, right, 15 right, right. years? Yeah. That is so true. I can't sit down and say, oh, well, you know, you don't really have much responsibility if if you were, let's say, abused. Mm-hmm. Let's say sexually abused. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'll even put this out there. So I was a victim of sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. And I know one of the, I've read that one of the reactions, I don't know if I should call it a reaction, but one of the... Like responses? Yeah, one of the responses is hypersexuality. Mm -hmm. That's something that I had to deal with. Yeah. No one else could have dealt dealt with that for me. Mm -hmm. Right? Because only really, only one who really knew about it was me. Mm -hmm. And so... There came a time where I had to confront it and I had to say, okay, LaVon, you have to be careful with your behavior. Mm-hmm. You have to be careful mm-hmm. with where you put yourself in certain situations. Mm-hmm. If you don't, this can quite possibly happen to you. Mm-hmm. 
You can catch an STD. You can get mm-hmm. somebody pregnant out of wedlock. Um, all those other different stuff. Yeah. Maybe you might start de- becoming desensitized mm-hmm. to the what I would call the sacredness of sexuality. Yes. 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 yes, yes, yes. And therefore, that would lead me down to Mitchell trying to women. find stimulation yeah. mm-hmm. in in I would say perverse behaviors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you said just which now. Is, which is addiction. Right. Like disrespecting women, becoming mm-hmm. more aggressive mm-hmm. or, you know, stuff like that. And that's the that's the things. Again, I don't know whoever's gonna listen to this, but if you know what I if you know what I'm talking about, you, yes. Yes, yes, you yes. know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So there had to have been a point in time where I actually had to take responsibility and you say know better, you do better. better. Right. Like I I can't blame the teacher mm-hmm. who did that to me. Thing. He's dead and gone, actually. Yeah. So I can't even confront it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like get I have to take that responsibility. Hmm? Sorry, I said get your Ouija board. Oh shit! So get your Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What teacher? Do what? Keep that PG thirteen. Let's move on. Yeah. But I, 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 I want to get um, P. Andrew's response to that. Then we're gonna hear from the good doctor. Um, I just want to um, piggyback off of what LeVon was saying. Um, just as simple as with, with me dealing with depression, what some people tend to do, some people tend to drop into alcoholism mm-hmm. like he was mentioning a lot of people like just as simple as from when the whole shutdown happened with covid mm-hmm. one thing i could say behemoth people and they drown themselves in it and they don't realize it a lot of people struggling with mental issues mm-hmm. but they drown themselves in alcohol mm-hmm. to mask it so mm-hmm. so much people let, was me, distraught. let me let me let me add something to this uh-huh you're absolutely correct yes. a lot of people drown themselves in alcohol I would expand that and say other, other substances. Yes. Because I don't give a damn. Listen, I'm all for the proper use of marijuana. Yes. But, but just like if someone can get up and say, I can't get through the day without a drink. If you can't get through the day without a blunt yeah. or a spliff, that's, that's a problem. Exactly. That's a fucking problem. I'm that's sorry. That's true. That's an escape. That's true. Too much of anything <laughs> think, is bad. Exactly. And it's like a lot of people drown themselves <clears throat> in drinking. Mm-hmm. I was one of them. Mm-hmm. I need a drink now. I can clearly say that <laughs> I don't drink anymore because mm-hmm. I realized where Wait. I was headed. Then, just yeah. as simple, when you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. You understand? When mm-hmm. you know better, you do better. When I see, and in order for me to deal with what I was dealing with, mm-hmm. I would drink every day. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. <laughs> every That was a normal thing. Mm-hmm. Every day. And I just felt as if that was okay. This is how I deal with what I deal with. Mm-hmm. It's especially if everyone else around you is doing the same shit. Exactly. Uh. And but until you realize that, okay, like you you see where that could lead you. Like if you say, picture yourself in five years if you keep drinking like this, mm-hmm. what will happen? Wapo. Now let me just go off a whole different thing. Like they say, not even drinking, not even doing any other substances. You abusing yourself. Mm-hmm. Meaning cutting yourself. Yeah. One Which and I used to do that too. Mm-hmm. These days you might cut an artery. And Boy, you understand? So you me. you you doing all of this and then you trying to figure out, okay, in the next couple of years, them scars still could be there. Mm-hmm. So it's like you still have to 
answer to people if you decide if if if, mm. if it's still come about mm. to be like you still exactly you still gotta live. Mm. Well, so what that is there? Mm-hmm. What did it say? It's a tattoo. Charlie, that's one AKA, tribal tattoo. That's exactly. AKA none that's of your motherfucking tattoo. business. So it's like when you when you know better, mm-hmm. you do better. Mm-hmm. And just as simple as when you try to educate yourself on mental health and good coping mechanisms and mm-hmm. bad coping mechanisms, like you just try to figure out exactly like to say what is the best thing for you to do next. Mm-hmm. And it's not gonna happen overnight. Mm-hmm. People feel as if it's impossible. Yeah, it's impossible to happen overnight. It's not yeah. going to happen overnight. But once you establish what are the issues mm-hmm. and try to move forward from them, it can get better. Mm-hmm. Respect the process, bro. Mm-hmm. It's Respect a process. process. And it, like Beyonce said, it's not going to happen overnight. No. And we mentioned earlier. Some things you're gonna be struggling with for the rest of your life. Right. You're gonna be a man and your woman in your fifties and sixties and eighties still dealing with some shit. Mm-hmm. So Doctor, um, I would like to get you you would have the final word on this. Um, from your professional um standpoint and opinion, what responsibility do those that suffer from mental illness, what responsibility do they have to themselves? Right. Uh, so again, and I'm so sorry, I have to use another or at least two more, maybe three uh, technical terms, right? Not a problem. But uh, they, they, they would definitely show you uh, how we basically deal with it. Uh, one technical term is insight. Mm. Now, what is insight? <clears throat> so insight for in a psychiatric setting is how much of the problem do you understand the problem to be? Okay? okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Some people have no insight. Right? So they don't even know they have a problem. Mm-hmm. Right? Some people have limited insight that they know they have a problem, mm-hmm. but then they are misassigning the cause of the problem to something else. Some people have complete insight where they know they have a problem, they identify what the problem is, they then go and try to do everything that is possible to get rid of the problem, and they are actively on the road of recovering from the problem and limiting the effects it has on it. Right. Mm-hmm. So when a person doesn't have insight, right, uh, it's very difficult then for them to understand the problem and therefore get help for it. So someone who perhaps have some serious uh, trauma history and not understanding and appreciating that the subsequence, the consequence of that trauma history is the reason why I behave in a certain way or the pattern in which I assess these things is because of a past trauma. If they can't get that connection done, then it's very hard for them to stop the self-destructive behavior. Mm -hmm. It's very hard for them to even begin the cycle of recovery or 
uh, or, or even healing, right? And sometimes that has to happen under the guidance of a therapist or a counselor, right? Um, and before you do that, right, some people, there's another technical term which I've used before, some people have, you have to build resilience or coping skills mm -hmm. because to when you when you when you make that connection of who they are now in that destructive pattern right behavior pattern that they have with the past trauma right that could cause them to have that trauma all over again right and mm -hmm. this time the behavior that is a result of their recognizing that could be even much more damaging mm -hmm. right yeah. so before we even before we even start the process of getting them to recognize what's happening with them. We teach them uh, 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 coping skills. We teach them ways in which uh, they are able to handle the trauma so that it doesn't get out of, out of control when it happens again. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the second thing uh, I want to talk about is this word called autonomy. Right. Mm -hmm. So, what is autonomy? Autonomy is when uh, you are sufficiently old enough uh, to make a decision mm -hmm. on your own, understanding that you are uh, uh, aware of the pros and cons of the decision that you make, and accepting the full responsibility of whatever choice you make. Right. So, for example. Uh, it's funny that Hamilton said an age of 18 or 25 or above, because actually that's in keeping with the law. We assume that a child under 18 doesn't have the wherewithal to be autonomous. Mm. And that's why we have parents, yes. right? Parents are in charge of making those decisions for us, right? Mm. So uh, uh, an 18-year-old is presumed to have autonomy or presumed to have the ability to make decisions. And if they don't have anything that is impacting on their insight, right? In other words, if they are not so severely mentally ill to make decisions, then we are saying that whatever decisions that they make uh, is something that we have to respect. If it's being made with their full understanding of what the consequences of their choices are. Mm -hmm. uh, but then, too, you may have a friend, a family member, a loved one who really, really can benefit from an intervention, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And and they may have all of those uh, checks in the autonomy box and the inside box and all of that. And they're still acting in a way that you know for sure is going to end for them very badly in financial ruin, in, uh, in, in their reputation being ruined in any way that's going to harm them, right? Mm -hmm. And so basically, this is where you have an intervention, right? An intervention is basically in a very therapeutic environment, you are bringing to focus, sharp focus, uh, uh, all of what has been happening with them, hoping that when you do this, right, you are developing or beginning to engage them to understand or to build insight 
as to how what they're doing is affecting them and what they're doing is affecting you and the possible consequences of it, right? Uh, because the one magic word that we in mental health always uh, uh, live for is hope. And what that means, that means that we are almost always hopeful that something good can happen. Right. And so we don't give up on anyone, right? And so to that person who even lock inside or, you know, choose to go down the path of destruction, the hope is we constantly try to engage them so that they could finally and understand and see the light, you know, uh, uh, and that's 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 pretty much what an intervention is supposed to do. Okay. All right. Well, this has been a most helpful and therapeutic conversation and discussion for me personally. <laughs> I want to take this opportunity to thank all of our guests today. Um, who have been Miss Piandra Knowles, Mr. LaVon Hamilton, yeah, you see, and Dr. Thomas Smith, psychiatrist out of New Providence. I, I want to thank you, Dr. Smith, for your insight. Uh, before one, sir, there will be a part two. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I imagine we just scratching the surface. Yes, we only scratched <laughs> really the, scratch the surface. Trust I and I it's on only that. getting started. The boy. So, in conclusion, I would like to take this time to thank uh, Genius Radio, Chemist Digital, Chemist.net, Mr. Kenneth Monkel, ProductC242.com, and Mr. Rashad Penn and his team. I want to thank those at Head Nod Music and Street Team Advertising, Marketing, and Promotions. Um, all of the information about how to contact us for advertising will be in our episode show notes and on our website. Um, lastly, uh, Dr. Smith, how can persons get in contact with you, say via email or social media or a website? How can, how can people get in contact with you? So, uh, um, basically you can email me at, uh, Dr. Tom Smith at sighing.org. Okay. Uh, that is D-R-T-O-M-S-M-I-T-H at sighing. P S Y I N C dot org. Uh, I'm almost always available to answer your questions mm -hmm. and to accept consults and referrals. All right. So um, the way to contact Dr. Smith would also be in the show notes as well. I would encourage everyone um, to seek help. If you know you need it, um, do not let pride or ego get in the way. And that's for men or women. Please. Especially for my brothers out there. Yes. Yes. In we, a lot of ways, we are in more, we are more vulnerable and fragile. Statistically speaking, mm -hmm. we in budget. Yes. And like, that's not to take anything away from the, from the cistern because they have their own vulnerabilities mm -hmm. and insecurities but, as well. But I so heard. for all of us who, no one is immune. That's the first thing. Right. For all of us, we need to abandon the culture of toxicity and move towards a spirit of community 
um, like the good doctor started to elaborate before. And lastly, I'll say, if you ain't on that run, then fuck you. Okay, we could leave your toxic <laughs> ass. We could leave your toxic ass behind, and let's move forward and find ways to 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 uplift one another and be, live in positivity and light. I know we might. I know I talk a lot of shit and could say some inflammatory things, but at, at the <laughs> end of the day, that's kind of the the goal for me. And I want like-minded agents like you in my community, in our community, so that we can get to the place of unification, especially as a melanated people that we all aspire to get to. Avengers Assemble. <laughs> so this has been Agents of Chaos, codename Agents of Chaos. Again, I want to thank my guests for being with us today, in particular, Dr. Thomas Smith. And we will see you all on the next episode. And we are out.